0: Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank. Be bold. Venture wisely. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz-Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So, if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S. From KQED. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, and welcome to The Bay, local news to keep you rooted. For 36 years, one of the largest Palestinian celebrations here in the Bay Area had been held in San Francisco's Hall of Flowers. People from all over the region flocked to this yearly celebration. And eventually, the hall's capacity of 3,000 people just couldn't fit the amount of people showing up to this celebration every year. So in 2018, the Palestine Day Cultural Festival was moved to Foster City, a community of about 33,000 people in San Mateo County. That same year, a man by the name of Sam Hindi had been elected mayor of Foster City, becoming only the second Palestinian American to hold elected office in the state of California.
1: My name is Erica. We're here
0: uh, to interview Sam Hindi, and we're in the lobby. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Hi, Sam. Erica. Erica. Sam, pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. Thank you for coming. Hi. Hi, Maria. Nice right to now. meet you. Nice to meet you.
0: Maria Allen and I recently went to Foster City to talk with Sam Hindi. We took an elevator up to his office on the second floor of City Hall, which revealed a perfect view of the San Mateo Bridge in the distance. The bridge looks amazing. For yeah. yeah, that's really beautiful. Yeah, cool. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, this whole area here. Yeah. This used to be light industrial, and this whole area we had added so much needed housing. Yeah. Usually,
0: Councilmember Hindi talks about stuff you'd expect from a local politician in the Bay. Things like housing, public safety, access to parks. But we visited him to discuss his unique perspective as one of just a few Palestinian-American elected officials in the country. First council member, I'll have you just introduce yourself first, your first and last name, and then tell us what you do.
1: Sure, my name is Sam Hindi, last name H-I-N-D-I. I'm a current council member here in Foster City. I used to be mayor in 2018, 2019. My family story really begins with my grandparents from both my mom's side and my dad's side becoming refugees in 1948. They come from a town on the northern coast of what used to be Palestine at the time. It was Akka, in English is called Acre. My grandfather from my dad's side, he let his family kind of go to Lebanon, and he stayed behind fighting for his village and for his country until he got injured. Then he had to evacuate and followed the family to Lebanon. You know, I'm someone who grew up in Lebanon during the Civil War. So I understand, I firsthand experienced the impact of war. My family basically ended up being scattered all over the world. I still have family in Lebanon. I still have family in Palestine. We grew up with Palestine in our mind. Our people has been subjected to colonization and occupation for 75 years.
0: What brought you to Foster City specifically?
1: I immigrated in 1983 to the United States and I was in Southern California. I went to college in Long Beach State and that's where I pursued my education. And uh, while I was in college, I started a family business along with my brothers
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we had a courier service and then in 1992, we expanded from Southern California to Northern California. I actually stumbled over Foster City. I didn't know that Foster City existed. I was uh, uh, shopping at a Middle Eastern store and started to st- strike the conversation. And uh, I told him I was thinking of moving to Burlingame. And he said, well, you work in Union City. Why don't you check out Foster City? I said, where is that? <laughs> and, and I came to Foster City. Uh, in 1992, fell in love with it, and community is such a great, diverse community that welcomes everybody. And after that, I got married and raised my children. My children were born in Foster City, went to Foster City schools. So this is home for us. I've been here for so, for so many years now, since 1992.
0: And what about your family? Are your brothers in Foster City as well? Or are they still in Southern California?
1: You know, Palestinians... End up being everywhere and scattered everywhere because we are homeless. Uh, that's really what we are. We are stateless. So I have two brothers in uh, Southern California. I have one brother in Canada. Mm. I have uh, one sister in New York. I have one sister still in Lebanon. Oh, wow. And then if I could tell you about my extended family, there's some in Germany, some, I mean, all over Europe, some in Dubai, Saudi Arabia, it's just wherever you can make a living, wherever you could go. Because, you know, wherever you are, the concentration of the Palestinian community in Lebanon or Syria or Jordan and the camps is not really a future to have an economic and financial future. So you end up taking the opportunities wherever you can in this large world.
0: On October 13th, Councilmember Hindi posted on his personal Facebook page, saying, quote, The attacks by Hamas on Israeli civilians, including killing, injuring, and kidnapping, are reprehensible and war crimes. He went on to write that destroying and flattening entire neighborhoods in Gaza could not be justified or explained as self-defense. Quote, The footage from Gaza of civilian casualties is horrifying and beyond description. For weeks now, Hindi has been glued to Al Jazeera and sharing social media posts from the ground in Gaza. And he also believes very strongly that the U.S. is complicit in the killing of civilians in Palestine.
1: As U.S. government, we are guilty of genocide just as much as Israel is guilty of genocide. There is no question in my mind about this. After October 7, it, people were talking about, well, especially elected official in the Western world and here, you know, Israel has a right to defend itself. I think every nation has a right to defend itself, not just Israel. That, that goes without saying. Let me ask these questions. Is laying a siege? on 2.2 million civilians not allowing food, water, medical supplies to come in, is that defending yourself? Is bombarding homes defending yourself? Is bombing mosques and churches defending yourself? Is killing over 9,000 civilians over 3,000 of them are children. Defending yourself. I cannot fathom how anyone, in mainly our U.S. administration, how do you think what is happening by having this genocide being committed by the suffering of so many people, by chattering the lives of so many people, can to get us closer to peace or security? I argue that it does completely the opposite. I say it will harden more people. You will have more militant, because the scars of war do not heal in one day or two. I, for one, was one of those who was hopeful for a two-state solution. And I have a lot of reservation on the Oslo Accord, but I'm talking about the principle of coexistence, the principle of making peace, the principle of living together, Unfortunately, what has happened and transpired since the constant land theft of Palestinian land in Jerusalem and West Bank and expanding the settlement enterprise. Taking the indigenous people, kicking them out of their homes, stealing the land and building settlement on it. And all the violations of human rights and all the crimes that have been committed against the Palestinian people, Israel has been getting away with it, with impunity, unfortunately, from our country, the United States, and the rest of the Western world, most of the Western world, not all of them. So I don't see how that could happen. It's really, and it's kind of ironic that you hear Biden and his administration saying, we are for a two-state solution. Either they are disgenuine, or they don't know what they're talking about. And I don't think they don't know what they're talking about.
0: After the break, Sam Hindi talks about what role he thinks local elected officials in the Bay Area can play in this international conflict. Stay with us. That's
1: donate.kqed.org slash podcast.
0: I want to ask you how you're thinking about your role in this moment as a city councillor, as an American, as a Palestinian American. What have your conversations been like?
1: So that's a very important question. I mean, I have different hats and I wear those different hats in different roles. Uh, My job as a city council member is to be representing my entire community, not just the Palestinian communities and not just my personal views as a Palestinian American. Uh, My job is to make sure the well-being of my entire community, those on either side or those who are not even involved, that they are being respected, that we are careful how people on the other side in our community are mourning as well. We have civilians, and Israel got killed as well, and uh, I mourn all civilians. I represent the residents of Foster City equally. But with that being said, uh, you asked me what do I do. I continue to reach out to our congressional representatives to share with them the perspective and the feelings of the Palestinian Arab Muslim community, and quite frankly, our allies, who most of them are Jewish, Jewish Voice for Peace, Not in Our Name, those two organizations, and advocating for a ceasefire.
0: Have you had a chance to actually get on the phone with some of these congressional representatives you've reached out to?
1: I have. Our congressional representative for our district is Kevin Mullen, but we've been reaching out to others too, not just our local representative. Obviously, um, you know, our community is in a lot of pain. Our children in school are scared that being called terrorists, that being singled out, we make sure we reach out to the attorney general of the state of California, Rob Banta to make him aware of these things. We continue to be anxious continue to be scared, and we feel abandoned, quite uh, quite frankly, by our leadership in Washington. We feel betrayed by the Biden administration, and he better be careful. <laughs> he is losing, if not already lost, a lot of votes, not just from Palestinians, not just from Arabs, not just from Muslims, but also from our allies. Actions have consequences, and hopefully, uh, that will be reflected on the ballot.
0: You are a city councilor of this one particular city. but We have seen Richmond, California, you know, pass a resolution, standing in solidarity with the people of Palestine. I'm curious how you see your role in that way. Um, are, Are there any conversations happening in Foster City, for example, about that kind of thing?
1: That's a very tough and important question. Just to be clear, a resolution of any kind on international policy is symbolic, although it's important sometimes to be symbolic. I'm not dismissing the importance. It's very important. Basically, what the Richmond said in essence we don't want to be silent and we're speaking out to what we see is wrong is crime others have reservations i think it was an important move for the richmond city council to articulate their values for human rights and for freedom here in foster city i have not approached it and uh,
0: Would you like to see something like
1: that? I, I do. You know, on the city council, I'm one of five. To get anything done, you need at least two more people. I don't think we will have three. So, anyway, is it worth going through the exercise and have the divisiveness in the community? and not having the outcome. Because, you know, you're gonna open the debate and you're gonna have the divisiveness. For that reason, you weigh what's the point, what's the value. I'm not here to divide my community. Yes, I'm here to lead. And I would love my community to see the injustice and to say that. To be fair to my colleagues, I have not approached them. I'm not suggesting that they are not or they are, I don't know. But my gut feeling is I don't have three.
0: What are the conversations that you're having with your kids right now? So
1: my kids at an age now that they really understand everything on their own. How old are they? Uh, I have a 26, 24, and 21. My wife and I never kind of put them in and really drilled in them the Palestinian issue. They organically have seen, because unfortunately what we are seeing now is, this is like, what, the fourth time at least in Gaza. So they grew up experiencing these things, yes, from far away from the United States, but it's organically had the connection they did on their own. My parents actually, the one thing that they drilled in our mind, me and my sibling, is we don't have a problem with the Jewish religion and the Jews. This is about Zionism and the theft of Palestine. So that is what my parents drilled in our heads. Be careful when you speak and be careful who you target with your speech This is not a religious war. This is about colonialism and settlement and occupation.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time and for speaking with us and and sitting down. I really appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you so much for reaching out and really for providing me uh, the uh, medium to share.
0: That was Sam Hindi, a city council member in Foster City. This conversation was pitched and produced by me. It was cut down and edited by senior editor Alan Montesilio and Maria Esquinca, who scored this episode. The Bay is a production of member supported KQED in San Francisco. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.
1: Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member